0: we All right, all right. Welcome, everybody, back to another week of Ghost in the Scene. I'm your host, Gio, and I'm here with my co-host, Rob. How are you, Rob?
1: Hi, everyone. Hi, Gio. I am feeling really tied in with the spirits right now. Um, I think that there is so much important work that is going on right now, and I'm looking forward to speak more on that with all of you. Um, thank you for being here in the scene. I'm feeling grateful to have the opportunity to speak truth because there is so much BS that's going around in um, so many ways that people are just trying to spook other people. Um, and, you know, to be able to see through that and to be to see through the booze um, is really important. Absolutely.
0: We are in the era and the time of scarecrows, And this is a time where you have to be afraid and also cautious and, like Rob, see through the scarecrow, right? Because there are scarecrows that are out there hanging like Jesus on the cross in cornfields that could be dead people. They could be ghosts. They could be just a shirt and some hay. And you don't know until you really go and check. But what Rob is saying is that every scarecrow is worth a gander. you got to take a look at it, a deep look, and see through the fear and there's a lot of fear being slung around we are deep deep in the year getting close to the second most or in between the most haunted month and the second most haunted month of the year so this might be what people think of as you know like a little respite a little a little time for kind of a deep breaths and and self-reflection i'm sorry but you got to get your guard up everybody this is a time for battle You know, you have to put that little charcoal stuff under your eyes and on your nose and maybe on your forehead, on your bottom lip, upper lip, and make yourself ready for battle. You know, pump yourself up, do some heavy, deep breathing, but fast, and get ready for what's going to be an insane process. We're just getting started, people. Um, We're recording this on Wednesday. We usually release on, on Friday, so there might be... In, in the two days that we don't record, an entire cataclysmic event could happen. That's the kind of you know week where we're going to have. So I'm glad you're with us. I'm glad this is an uh, audio sage. So this is a safe place for you. You don't have to worry about all the ghosts. You don't have to worry about, and this is negative ghosts, of course. You don't have to worry about the negative ghosts, the bad vibes. All these people have been talking about vibes lately. And they're just talking about, like I think there's more empathetic – this generation might have some sort of um, paranormal you know, uh, connection, and there are more people that can read auras and vibes, which is just ghosts. The ratio to ghosts and, and human energy in a room is, a, is what they call a vibe. So what they're doing, a vibe check, you know, is basically they're checking how much ghosts you have in your body.
1: And that's exactly why we're recording the show early, because think of it this way. You're listening to it Friday or beyond, and because think we're in the past right now, right? You're listening to me speak, and it feels like right now, but no, I'm speaking from the past. So in a sense, I'm a ghost of myself, and Geo is as well. We're ghosts of ourselves, speaking to you from the past to where you are right now. So on that, you know, you know how does this vibe
0: yeah, and I know that sounds scary, and you might want to scream out loud when you heard that, but please don't scream out loud because it's completely normal for you know people to become ghosts. People come all the time. They turn into ghosts. And you have to make the definition of what you know a ghost is and what a good ghost is and what a bad ghost is. And when I dream, am I a ghost? Because I'm definitely not in my brain. I'm not in my body right there am I a ghost? I mean, you have to really ask yourself these kind of questions and this is going to kind of factor into um, a future debate that me and Rob are going to have, but just consider that when you dream, are you a ghost? And what kind of work would you do as a ghost while you're dreaming? And just think about that. And, and, and let's continue on. This week is insane. There's a million things happening at once. And it feels like, and maybe it doesn't even feel like, it is like, there are two competing narratives that are at the heart of America right now. You have the political, and then you have the entertainment. And sometimes they kind of dance with each other, and and they're together. But I think we're having what we call a split, right? It's a banana split right now, where politics are getting heavy in one way and then entertainment is itself pulling away and pulling everyone's attention to itself and we're talking about disney guys so rob um i'm not sure if 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 you have um the the disney plus account do are are you aware that it's been released it's it's on on the net as they say
1: i am aware but thanks to efforts from people like Mark the Horse Luffler. Um, I've had access to the Disney account for some time. Um, And because now that everyone has access to the Disney vault in some way, I feel more comfortable speaking about this out loud. So I've had access to this content and I've been keeping my eyes on it. And it's very impressive. Um, You know, it's hard to stay away from that vault. You know, it doesn't feel like a vault when you're in it. It seems like it's. Like, almost like a safe chamber that you can lock the whole world behind you in, right? It's a matter of perspective. Like, is a safety chamber just a vault, in a way?
0: I mean, it's just a really large lock on a door.
1: Sounds like a vault.
0: I'm a little upset. I'm not going to lie. I didn't get the invite to, to get into the vault early. So, it seems like you're... You and you and the horse have have something going on um between you two, and that's fine.
1: I thought we sent the email, but I mean maybe it went to your spam
0: i I famously have fifteen emails, so mm. I don't check all of them. Maybe you sent it to to one of my old ones okay but we'll
1: we'll work on this offline um, it's not, to yeah. not yeah, to not throw the vibe off too much, but and, I apologize if you felt left out.
0: Well, I just, you know, the investigation could have, could have, could have gone a lot smoother if, if I had access to the vault. Now we're using secondhand information. And, and mm. now this, this is where we get into problems. Secondhand, he said, he said kind of stuff is where you're going to have the sharks come out. And they're going to start attacking us for our, our due diligence. And I don't want that. And so um, what we're going to do is I'm going to go back in time. I'm going to go back in time. At the end of this episode, and I'm going to fix all of this. So at the end of this episode, everybody, I want you guys to, um, and this is preparing you guys to prepare myself. You're going to help me go back in time. So when I said I I didn't want you to scream earlier, I, I want you to hold. Hold that energy that you were going to scream with and just hold it this entire time. This whole episode, and then at the very end, you're going to help me go back in time and then hopefully this whole episode will have changed and then you can re-listen to it and see if there's any difference. This is going to be an experiment that I want everyone to help me with. So let's, uh, let's get into the episode and we'll see if you can help me get back in time. And if I don't, I-, I just want to tell you guys, it's your fault and you didn't help me enough. And I'm blaming you guys for that,
1: not me. I think helping you is the very least that I can do to help make amends for, for the wrongs, intentional or not that have been inflicted on you. And I think that's only right.
0: Okay, thank you. Thank you. Let's let's get started and we will start brewing this potion that will help us uh, get me back in time. But it's also gonna educate you guys because we want you to be aware of the current political and um, entertainment atmosphere. So, let's start with, with uh, Pixar. <laughs> Are you ready? Here we go. They are releasing new movies and it seems like they've been on like the same wavelength as us. Mm-hmm. The you know um, highest form of flattery is imitation. So we are being imitated and I appreciate it, but I would like my check, please, if, if you know what I'm saying. Disney is siphoning all of our ghost and paranormal uh, information, and they are algebraically and, you know, doing this scientifically, making these scripts that are about paranormal experiences, about ghosts, about souls, you know, emotions. And frankly, like, like I said, I want my check, please. Where's the, where's the check, Disney.
1: And more importantly, it's they, they get to control the narrative in that sense, too. Once they start telling these stories, they, they hear our truths coming out and then they come up with their own stories to explain the same things that we are, but in a way that benefits Disney, right?
0: Mm. It's like pouring hand sanitizer on our podcast. You know, if, if you have ears that are full of hand sanitizer, it might sound like a Disney movie is playing instead of our podcast because that's what they're doing basically. They're killing ninety-nine point nine percent of the truth and they're diluting it and giving you that point zero zero one and that's the most dangerous part that we try to mask, right? The most or contextualized really, right? Right. To put into yeah, exactly. To give it to you in a dose that is palatable. You know, like we said, when we give you guys this kind of information, we do it with the solemn knowledge that it might very well kill some people. Right. I, I think Rob and I have been to a lot of funerals of fans and Actually, I don't want to scare, yes. I, I don't want to scare you guys. We've had a lot of fans die listening to our podcast. And from the other side, they've contacted us and thanked us. And this is where, this is where it's, it becomes positive. They've thanked us for all the information that we gave them that helped them transfer and become a ghost on the other side. So, you know, shout out to Jim Morrison who listened to our podcast before he died. He was listening to our podcast in France when he died. So thank him, thank thank a lot of other people that have, have passed listening to us and have made the transition. But it's possible that this information that we've been giving you that's, I mean, some people have died, but not everybody. We have, you know, millions of, of listeners. Disney is doing this, but giving this to kids. So, how many people have died watching Disney? And I don't, I don't even want to know that number because it, it could probably fill the entire mountain Mount Rushmore or Magic Mountain or, you know, any kind of mountain, the Matterhorn Mountain probably is full of dead bodies you know so disney and pixar are are coming together and making these movies about death making their 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 money off of souls off of ghosts our bread and butter what we do but we expose them they are now concealing them and feeding them to children and now we have a new movie coming out and it's called it's simply called soul could be just called a ghost right? Why not? Yeah, why not? Why not just call it Ghost, the movie? Except Patrick Swayze would would sue them from the other side. And that's the only reason why not. And let's be honest.
1: Right. And it's only a matter of time that Disney probably owns that universe that Patrick Swayze's soul is in, and that becomes their property anyway. So it's a matter of time that this movie is just going to be called Ghost, right? Mm -hmm. they can change the names of these movies at any time um i think it's important i was thinking more about pixar as the company if you break down that word we have pi times a r augmented reality is oftentimes referred to as a r yes and of course when you watch a pixar film you see reality right we've talked about this at length how reality is augmented by these computers painted mm-hmm. over mm-hmm. these scenes that they they film with a camera because it, it's physically impossible to make animation as it's well documented
0: yeah your um ha- your hands can't go fast enough
1: yeah it makes no sense so they augment reality and they multiply it by pi
0: and that's how you get pixar and and here's the interesting interesting part is when you and this, this is how you know they're mathematicians when you watch the opening uh, I, I don't know what do you call it like the roll you know the credit roll for pixar the show it's a it's a moving light that jumps around on the eye and smashes it and then it becomes the eye and pie but it's bendable it moves in three directions. It has a swivel for the eye. It has another sw- you know, a swivel kind of for the arm and then a bend at the bottom. So we're talking about a three-part moving eye in Pi. And that's an irrational number, guys. It goes on forever. At the end of that number is absolutely a ghost. And there could be millions of ghosts Hidden in that number that we haven't found yet, they haven't calcul i mean you could calculate, but it goes to infinity, so you just you'll just keep on going forever and there's ghosts in there, so having that three part pie is what makes Pixar so dangerous because now you're having that three part pie that complex pie times augmented reality that's set to take over everybody's brain, and Disney plus is in fact just the beginning. And I'm scared but also intrigued. I I haven't had access to the vault. I don't know how good it is back there, how many good treasures you found. But I know that the vault just opened up for 10 million people. So now we have ten million eyes watching all of the content behind the vault. And I don't know if they're aware of how dangerous it is, how raw and you know some plutonium might be in, in some of that stuff so i'm I'm afraid I'm intrigued, you know there could be some mutants growing out of this. there could be you know a lot of events, paranormal and otherwise and so but we also have the heralding of the next president last week with Ariel, and she's sitting at the top now, Queen Ariel of the United States and reigning over everything and everyone and it seems like we have a new form of government. We have the the queen and then we have the president. And so Haley Baldwin has remained as president of the United States while Ariel is the queen. So what does that mean for any of us? You know, and and how do we factor that into what Disney is trying to do? And I think this is where we're going to get a little political. So is there anything before we uh go on to this? Do you want to talk oh real quick onward? Oh my God, this is another movie that Pixar's doing that's about death, okay it's a a dead dad scenario, and these two guys, Tom Holland and Chris Pratt, they summon their dead dad back, but they only get his feet, which is kind of like a little old lady in the shoe.
1: And there, there goes Nico. Wow.
0: As soon as I said old lady in the shoe, my dog goes nuts. And I said it again, and he's barking.
1: So if you're listening and you have particular uh, sensibilities, please light some sage right now. Please, you know, we're, we'll be right here. We, we'll even pause for, like, a few seconds. If, if you guys need to gather something, just hold on.
0: So the old lady in the shoe, and, I'm, and, and you know, I, I gave Nico – a nice saging, so he he feels a lot better now, is involved in this movie. They masked it. They gave Chris Pratt blue skin. They gave Tom Holland a wizard staff. But this is a movie about the old lady in the shoe traveling a monstrous version of the United States. And this is where we get into alternate realities and to universes that are not our own. And this is like the Donald Bush universe i'm not saying you guys have blue skin and i'm sorry if i offended anybody if you thought that i said that this is just another universe we're dealing with the monster verse this is like you know universal monsters the wolfman and and all that stuff this is where they come from and this is what's going to tie into what we're going to talk about later with the wolfman you said something that was very interesting rob you mentioned that this was uh, probably a part of the Monsters University kind of uh, pantheon, like this, this is that universe, which makes me wonder, where's Billy Crystal?
1: There's so many doors in that universe. And what are they hiding behind these doors? So these are things to consider, especially because these are doors that are owned by Disney. And it's not just the Monsters universe, You know, they own all high schools, I'm pretty sure, Um, and musicals. So if you see a musical at a high school, that's Disney property. Yeah. Um,
0: They own Xenon. They own the 21st century. They own this next century that we're we're walking into. They own it already. And the fact is they've owned it since the 90s. So they've had plenty of time to make their plans. And this is is why we're saying – go ahead, Rob.
1: I think I was just going to say the same thing. This is something that's been planned out for such a long time and timing is very important. And so when things happen, it's not by happenstance. This is something that has been set forth from actions before. Once you start seeing the world through this lens, it just starts to make so much more sense, right? The fact that they release Disney plus and get us to all watch and exist in all these other universes that we're paying money to be in at the same time as the impeachment inquiries over okay. President Haley Baldwin, uh, you know, and there it is. And now, and there it is. It's in reverse.
0: Wow. You heard that, guys? The whistle of the reverse Underground Railroad coming into the station because we started talking about politics, guys. This is now Our political segment the reverse underground railroad this is a a dangerous time for haley baldwin she is at her most vulnerable and also i'd say her most profitable she has a lot to gain from this this is where her actor skills are finally being put to test can she withstand the public scrutiny and all of these these hearings or is she going to collapse like her uncle did like her father did and will she retreat away from the spotlight um this is the true test of greatness and we're we're seeing this and it's a competition between this and disney which is what we're we're understanding now the power struggle between queen and president queen disney president H- H- haley baldwin so This is um, a classic struggle, and we're going to see this play through the rest of the year. They're saying Christmas is when they're going to end this whole thing. And I, I just want to really nail that down. Christmas, you know, Santa Claus, the ghost with the most, you know, he eats a lot of food. His belly is full of what? Ghosts. Of what? Of Reindeers. He probably eats a lot of reindeers. I'm not sure we could talk about the diet of Santa Claus for hours.
1: He drinks all the milk, so obviously he's aware of the paranormal consequences. He's always being prepared by drinking milk, giving him silly you know that's pure ghost folks. He
0: he swallows eggs, so that's the ghost of, of chickens. Yeah. That are incubating in his stomach. And so who knows? He might be burping up chickens, whole, whole chickens every now and then. We don't know what kind of food that Santa Claus eats. And when we get closer to Christmas, we, we might learn we might learn that, but we're not there yet. But this is the kind of thing where they're planning the feast on Santa Claus's day. They're planning on ending all of this on Christmas. This is all going towards this final climax, and it's all meant to get everybody to watch. It's a competition. It's between Disney and it's between the Baldwin family. And what's interesting is with all of this impeachment stuff going on, you have you have Haley acting her ass off. And, and I'm sorry to say the A word. But she is. She is acting for her life and for the life of Donald Trump, quote unquote. Right? What's funny is you have these Republican people. And, and this is, um, I'm not trying to make a dig. If you're a Republican, you know, my, my love for you. Um, I, I love you guys. You're great. Um, keep doing everything you're doing. I, I, have, I have nothing wrong to say about you. But they have, they have this kind of mentality where they're ignoring the hearing, right? And in any other case, I would say that's, a, that's probably the, the best way to do it. You know, if you hear a spell, you want to run away from it and ignore it. But what I'm afraid of is they're going out and, like, to the public when inside it's a closed-door hearing. So they could sage the room. They could what – I'm, what I'm saying is this spell that Haley Baldwin is, is putting on everybody, this impeachment spell, probably is good for the Republicans if they were involved because when you're not involved in the spell – all the arcana now becomes, I would say, allergic. You become allergic to magic. So that now that they're not taking part of the spells anymore, who's to say that, and, and, and God forbid, but Congress is a, is a very haunted house. It's a very haunted place. Now, that house could eat them up alive if they're not taking part of these spells. It's beneficial for everybody to be a part of democracy because... There's a monster in that house. There is.
1: Why why do you think they bought all those pizza boxes, folks? That that wasn't for themselves. No human can consume that much pizza. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And, you know, they, and like they said, when they got to the door, they're like, excuse me, there's no food allowed. You'd have to eat it out in front of this lobby. You're not going to eat 20 pizzas in like five seconds. You know, Mm -hmm. I get the busy life of working on Capitol Hill. You got to grab a slice when you can, shove it in. So we're talking about facts. Folks, and the facts are there are way much more pizza than than that could possibly that that human mouth. So, who or what Mm -hmm. are they feeding?
0: And they're feeding the house itself, Mm. right? All of these all of these people fit into what they call the house, right? House of of Congress, and Congress is itself a monstrous thing that lives and breathes. Right? The Constitution is a living document, they say, right? That means that it can be killed. That means that it can be a ghost. That means that Congress itself is a ghost. And so we have a large ghost that is now taking part in what's a a ritual that's only been done three or four times or two or three times. And so this is dangerous for people who do not want to be involved. If you do not take part, and if you don't read and if you don't read all the manuscripts, these are spells, mind you, not just, you know, facts, but also spells. We have to remember what Alan Moore said last week that we have been saying for years that everything's a spell. If they don't take part in that, the monster house is going to haunt them. It's going gonna, it's gonna to haunt them for the rest of their lives and not, in the, not even like a mor- morality way. I'm not trying to be preaching. I'm being literal. I'm talking about an actual haunting, a poltergeist, that's going to follow them. So I'm talking to Lindsey Graham. You're going to crack like a, crumble like a graham cracker, buddy, under, under the house ghost. So I'm just saying, you know, the ghost of Ben Franklin can electrify you, and he can bring kites into your, your house where, and, and fuck up everything in your life. And this is the kind of thing that he's, he's inviting into his home. So I, I worry for them. Uh, like I said, I have a lot of love for Republicans. I, you know Nothing against you guys. But you know this is a safety precaution. I'm, a, I'm afraid for you. And Haley Baldwin, um, go ahead and pirouette and, and do any kind of dance you want. Um, this is her moment. And, and I want her to really act out as much as she can because it's, it's better for the whole world to see how how good of an actor she is. You know, this, this is her Oscar moment. And so we we want to see her complete her ritual. And hopefully the ritual is removal, that, that she finally steps away from the spotlight and retires the role of Donald Trump.
1: I mean, I don't think anything's certain at this point, though. Uh, you know, she could cast a spell so well that perhaps she's the one that sticks as the Donald. And... You know, to have the power of such a young person, a new generation of of Trump, uh, mm-hmm. quote unquote, uh, is something, especially as we're talking about this power that is in this haunted house, has the capacity to cap- catapult as well. Like, it, like we said, this doesn't have any morality, this doesn't have any... Um, benefit one or the other but whoever casts it's more about you know who's casting the spell and how and who is able to control the spiritual powers and why it's so important that we're all here together as a community to discuss this because whoever controls the spirits controls the house exactly
0: and we have people that come in every now and then that are paranormal experts that are not in fact Congressmen and Congresswomen, you know, Congress people.
1: Congress X's,
0: Congress X's, exactly. These people are Hollywood types. We have Seth Rogen coming on. We have Mr. Rogers, famously. And we have Ashton Kutcher mm-hmm. as well in Congress. And we've talked about Ashton and, and his, his role as Steve Jobs and his – entire connection with apple and the tech industry and that whole thing he was on shark tank so he transforms himself into a shark for fun so we have a shapeshifter involved but that's that's hollywood baby you know that's how it goes people you know they snap their fingers and they can get lots of stuff done pretty easily when you have connections and they are connected to congress hollywood and congress it is a pipeline. This is why we're on the reverse underground railroad. This is what we talked about, and this is—we've been priming you guys for a year now uh, about this whole thing. And I'm glad that we're finally getting here. We're talking about, you know, Rogan, and we're talking about Kuchar and, and their association with Congress, because in in this uh, ritual, there had to be the start. Where did it, you know? Where where does it begin? and this is where I was saying the whole secondhand information thing with the Disney vault kind of miffed me, but think about it. Disney in the vault, not being able to, you know, give any information away. There has to be someone like the horse that gets in there and tells, and he, I mean, he's, he was your whistleblower, right? He, he gave you the, the information before it was released. Not my whistleblower, but there is a whistleblower, and this is uh the whole thing that everyone's talking about now, right? They want to know you know what the whistleblower's name is. they want to know what they knew and how they found out they want to know the story well, I mean i don't know how you want to how do you want to broach this subject Rob because I mean
1: I think that's a totally natural response to have, especially as we're all teaching you to be your own paranormal investigators and obviously as an investigator you want to get to the bottom of the story yes Uh, you want to know what's going on you want to know the truth Uh, but sometimes the truth is dangerous
0: yes and we've talked to you guys about this we've tried to warn you about how potent our podcast is and how good we are at what we do so and And how that can be
1: manipulated
0: exactly and if the wrong people listen to what we say I mean, we're talking about the end of the world in some scenarios, guys.
1: I mean, definitely the safety of the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. And maybe I've already said too much because I've obviously alluded to the fact that we know the identity of okay. the whistleblower.
0: Yes. Guys, exes out there, we, we're we great investigators. And we had to know. And it's not like we we, we were explicitly finding the we We didn't search and say one day okay we're going to find out the whistleblower we're going to know who they are, no, okay, this is just the way that you know ghosts help us, and
1: it's, it's not all about being in the scene right we're talking exactly. about the ghosts and the pipeline, and we're connected to it too, and you are as well you know you if you
0: find yeah exactly it's just that we're the conduit that they came to us first because we've known them longer, we're more friendly to them, we invite them over, you should invite them over too, uh, and maybe you'd get their information more, but, but yes, okay, we know, and we we did the investigation ourselves, we figured it out, it's not hard if you know where, where to look, but that's the problem, is now we know, and there is a army of people, ghost and otherwise, that want our information, and We want to protect them, and we are going to protect them, okay? But people are going to come at us because they don't believe us. They're going to say it's all secondhand information, right? And we have to quash that. We have verifiable facts on our side that prove that this whistleblower is in fact telling the truth, that they, that they were involved and they know exactly what happened and when it happened. They were there. And so we'll just say this. The Wolfman, like we were saying earlier, the Wolfman himself, Wolf Blitzer, has personally been in contact with our whistleblower. So we have a major anchor at CNN, contacting and in association with our whistleblower. And Rob, give us our 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 next bit because this is this is the second verifiable part that will just quash everybody's argument against us. So they know the Wolfman,
1: and they know that that's you know that's certified news, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially bridging between the human and paranormal worlds. The Wolfman reports it all and knows everything. Um, and number two, you know, it's not that, you know, how are they being, how are they staying in contact, is what I'm trying to say, right? Because they're not going to every room together. The Wolfman's got a show, can't go out during full moons. It's inconvenient, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: They got to use a device. And we heard you know if you were tuning tuning in if you were hanging out in that old haunted shoe today you would you you would have heard that you know people are using uh, apps like whatsapp on their mobile devices like yes. their cell phones right so it's the technology and it's apple right they're sending the messages so obviously the data is out there and thankfully there's privacies as well that allows that to be private between people but it also means that in some way it is accessible if needed
0: mm-hmm. yeah not private for everybody if if you know somebody or if you know a certain ghost that you acted as and channeled then and this is where we're kind of giving you you know a little bit of information here if you were somebody that has acted as the owner of Apple and there's there's only two people that have acted as him maybe some plays but then you would have this information so Michael Fassbender and Ashton Kutcher they both had had the tie to Wolf Blitzer and to all of this information they know what Apple knows so and we have Ashton Kutcher in Congress. So obviously, this is verifiable. We, we know that the whistleblowers, whatever they're saying is true because they're talking to, to the blitzer, to the wolfman. And all of this has been verified through the ghost of Steve Jobs. And he's, he's talked to other people in Hollywood. And Seth Rogen was in the Steve Jobs movie as well. So Seth Rogen was in Congress, right there. I mean, guys, X's and X's and Y's. It's as simple as that. We 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 just gave you the truth that we have a deep throat. We have the whistleblower on our side. We're not going to give their information away. We're not going to going to throw them out, and, and you know, to be attacked by the wolves. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. And that's where things get a little complicated, everybody, because we have things that we just can't say. Um, As as much as we want to, there is some info on this impeachment, on this ritual that we are privy to. And we, I mean, we might have some some kind of coded language to get around some of this in in, in the next few episodes, and you're going to have to do some research to find out what we mean when we say some things. But we just wanted to let you know that we're we're saying this, and this is like a safety precaution. We're going to give you the truth, but we have to give it to you in a way that other people can't take it and use it against us. And this is a hard thread to needle you – know, a needle to thread. You know what I'm saying? This is a hard you know, thing to do. I don't know if we could do it. Do you think we could do it,
1: Rob? I don't know, but I feel like you math heads, you know, I'm hoping – You've listened to us so many times that you've already crunched the numbers and you already know what we're talking about. Right? We're we are right now communicating with you telekinetically, and maybe you're not even aware of the answer yet, but we have already told you in a way. And we're gonna continue to let the, the message seep out. And I think we can just say that the intentions, right? You know, what is the intention of all these spells that are being cast? As we're saying, if we're framing it like that, there are mm-hmm. a bunch of spells for a lot of different reasons. And I think, you know, these intentions are true. Um, I don't think, you know, by, by, by blowing this whistle, this person has anything to gain at all. No. Uh, and just found themselves in the middle of a very complicated thing. And honestly, it's something that I think, like you said, Gio, it's something that it was already being orchestrated and this exactly. person just happened to be in the middle of it it was exactly. ir- it's irrelevant of who this person is because it was happening regardless and, and someone had and and they want someone to take the fall
0: exactly they need somebody out there in the public eye that's going to take all of the attacks a public
1: sacrifice
0: that's what they're doing now and they're preparing for christmas they're preparing for Um, All of these events happening and Hollywood always has an answer because Hollywood and Congress, like we said, they're intertwined. So they are setting up their sacrifice. Um, And that's going to be a lot of the, the next season is going to be about sacrifices. And we've talked about Shaggy's sacrifice last week and how he sacrificed the corpse of Michael Jackson into the ocean. And these are rituals guys that are big that are going to shape 2020s. And so I'm a uh I'm gonna keep it real. Um we're in for a lot of magic in 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 this next coming year. And we're gonna be holding on by our our you know the skin of our of our fingers, just our, our nails gripping on. Because this is gonna be a wild ride. So I think we're gonna I recall it there. I feel that it's time for me to go back in time. Guys?
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you want to do this?
0: I've been thinking about it. And the best way to do it is we're going to have to call on some ancestors. This is primal magic that we're working with. Everybody thinks that going forwards and backwards in time is this very heady intellectual experience. And I disagree. I disagree wholeheartedly. So what I'm going to need everybody to do, and this is everybody, I'm going to need you to, to grunt, a non-verbal grunt. This is this is a spell that has been forgotten to time. And what I need you to do is, I want you to grunt in a primal way, in a way that you know isn't like any word you've ever heard. And maybe do two or three different versions of that grunt now once and i'll tell you when to do it i'm going to set the mood this is going to be a little bit spooky people so i just want you to to do this for about 6 seconds do do these grunts and we're going to send me back in time so that mark gave me the disney disney plus password early so that i could have all this information and then we will have changed the fabric of time and space and this whole episode will be different, so you have to listen to it one more time. So, let's set the mood. Everybody, I'm grunting. Here we go. Start grunting. Oh,
1: my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, I think, I think that worked. I, right, uh, Gio's fading away. All right. Well, Geo, we will see you on the other side. Um, thank you. Wow. This is, am- I've, wow. Okay. So everyone saying the scene. Um, I guess I'll just meet up with Gio when he gets back to the present or future. Uh, I mean, who knows when, when, or where you're listening to this, maybe next decade, but we we'll, we're going to catch you uh, soon. So stay in the scene. Be extreme. We all love you. Goodbye.